Tell us what's been the response from police considering uh, with regards to the DNA backlog. Well, firstly, I can confirm that uh, there's been significant progress made in the DNA testing as well as the tracking and tracing of forensic exhibits. SEPS management has put out a media statement this morning confirming that we have made this uh, significant progress and that uh, DNA testing to address the 172,000 backlog, which was uh, highly publicized and uh, much conversation had taken place around uh, since last year. We are currently addressing this. We have entered into a contract as far as the DNA testing is concerned with a supplier, but uh, before the actual procurement can kick off or that we actually take delivery of uh, consumables, which are actually quantification kits that are used for DNA testing, there has to be a validation process that must be conducted. This validation process is currently underway as we speak. But in the meantime, we have procured uh, consumables or quantification kits on a quotation basis, which is likely to last us for three months. And uh, we expect that the validation process for those uh, quantification kits that we are to take delivery from the, uh, in terms of the contract will be finalized within a two-month period. So we are up and running as far as that is concerned. So, Brigadier, what was the issue or the reason for the backlog that needed to be resolved? Well, it was various factors that influenced that, but I think the, 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 the biggest factor that influenced this was um, a few years ago, uh, the forensic uh, science environment or the forensic laboratory was using they only using uh, the criminal justice system funding, it was called the CJS funding, uh, just to procure uh, these operational materials. And this created a problem because when the funding stopped, it didn't allow for a baseline on the normal policing budget. So which means they couldn't justify then using a normal police budget to then procure uh, these consumables, which was not reflected under the police budget during the time when they were using the CGS funding. So basically, it was just somebody who had dropped the ball then. But nevertheless, that matter is being dealt with as far as the internal processes and procedures are concerned. That is now history and water under the bridge as far as we are concerned. But what I must say, when it comes to the actual DNA testing, uh, we have all categorized it as a backlog, but essentially... It's not really a backlog. What it's done is it's created a, it's created a bottleneck where in, in all of the samples that we have, preliminary analysis has been done on those samples. And where suspects are arrested and there is a need uh, to do a DNA testing, to do a verification in terms of linkages between the samples that were found on scene to a possible suspect, uh, that could be linked to those samples needed to be done. And those kind of cases was only one-third of the 172,000 that, we that we're talking about. But as I said, there's water under the bridge, and now we are full-on. We're in full swing in terms of the DNA testing, so much so that we've even allocated for overtime for our analysts to be able to, to be working around the clock to make sure that we have captured all of those um, 170,000-plus samples so that when a suspect is arrested, we are able to link, link the suspect 
to our database. Actually, speaking of linking a suspect, on Friday we confirmed a serial rapist was arrested earlier this month. He was initially arrested on one count of rape, but he's since been linked to 59 other counts of rape. He's a confirmed serial rapist. There are another 20 cases that we are busy working on where he may possibly be linked to some or all of those additional 20 cases. Uh, Put him in a dark room with me, please. (laughs) Okay. Um, For my last question, what is the new process that is going to be implemented to help resolve the issues experienced by the police? Well, firstly, as far as the DNA process is concerned, I said when um, in in terms of the quantification kit and the consumables, uh, we have entered into a contract with the supplier. We are in the process of finalizing the validation process of those quantification kits or the consumables that we use for DNA testing, this validation process, I must say, is absolutely essential uh, to ensure the the, the consumables we're using for DNA testing, particularly for prosecution purposes. Well, we we mostly do DNA testing for prosecution purposes. The other is to, uh, to identify victims for burial. But for prosecution purposes, it's absolutely essential that we have those kits validated and authenticated uh, to be able to uh, use it legitimately for this process. So we, we, got in, we are in that contract, but to make sure that the, the DNA testing continues, we've also procured for the interim, we've procured on a quotation basis uh, so that uh, DNA testing can continue as this uh, validation process unfolds. That's the first part. The second part is that all, the, all our analysts have been put on a, uh, a 60-40 uh, divide uh, 60% are dealing with the backlog, 40% are dealing with the new cases, but we've also ensured uh, uh, overtime for these analysts so that no time is wasted, uh, you know, in doing the DNA analysis. So I think we, are, we have um, really, um, you know, invested time, money, and, and uh, energy into making sure that no processes are compromised, whether, compromised, whether it's c- criminal cases or uh, whether it's uh, identifying of persons where families need to bury their loved ones. Brigadier, there's also been allegations of about 8 million samples missing. What's your reaction to that? Uh, well, firstly, let me just start by saying that um, those samples had not gone missing. Um, yes, I do uh, recall that there were conversations and there was lots of media reports, you know, claiming that uh, uh, 8 million samples have disappeared in inverted commas, but actually... They didn't disappear. Those samples have always been in the forensic laboratory admin system. It's a system that once you do your analysis, you immediately populate that system with the, uh, you know, with those samples. The problem with that was when the PCAM system was shut down, that was a system where you could track and trace the exhibits or the samples by the click of a button. When that system was shut down, it took much longer to trace uh, those samples through the forensic laboratory admin system. So it wasn't technically it wasn't lost, but it but to find it was that much more a tedious process than it was when it was linked to the PCM system. However, that too is now history because the police, together with um, the State in, uh, Information uh, Technology Agency, CETA, have developed a system called the Forensic Exhibit Management System. It works as the same concept as the PCAM did, where at a, at a touch of a button, 
if you need to track or trace a sample uh, needed for whatever reason, uh, we can just go into that system and at the push of a button, we will be able to find that. And since the launch, since the, 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 the PCAM system, or rather the, the FEM system, the Forensic Exhibit Management System, went live on the 6th of April this year, we have loaded 10 million of those samples that were already on the Forensic Laboratory uh, Admin System into this FEM system. And in addition to that, we have loaded nearly 25,000 new samples, which we have tested um, over this past few weeks into that system. So now we also have that system up and running. And that system, let me add, is at a much, much uh, cheaper rate. In other words, it's going to be lesser money of the taxpayers being spent on this system because it's owned by uh, the SAPs and it is being administered by CETA, which is uh, responsible for technology infrastructure for government at large. And, we, and SAPs manage, management is very comfortable and very confident that we are on the right road to making sure that that uh, cases and any other processes that are dependent on, on this particular uh, process is not compromised. Thank you, sir. Thank you so much for your time and for this interview. Okay, pleasure. Talk bye. Talk soon. Bye.